0: Hi, and welcome to this new Happy Podcast. I'm Christine Esposito, Managing Editor of Happy. I recently had the chance to speak with Kendria Strong and Akuba Torvike, two executives with Goodridge North America. That's the owner of well-known natural hair care brand, African Pride. During our talk, Kendra and Akuba shared stories about their careers, their work in new product development, and what they love about their company. Plus, they offered up some advice on how to carve out one's own path in the beauty business. Here's that discussion.
1: Hi, everybody. It is Kendria Strong, EVP and Head of Marketing and Innovation for Goodrich North America. Hello,
2: everyone. My name is Akuba Torvicki, and I'm the Product Development Manager for Goodrich North America. Hey ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate
0: you carving out a few minutes of your time to talk to Happy. Thanks for having us. Thank me. you so much.
1: Thank you for That's having great. us.
0: Oh, love it. So, let's get started. Um I wanted to kind of take a step back in time right off the bat. Um I'd love to know, Kendria, So let me
1: let me ask you, did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? I mean, I thought I knew. I wanted to be an attorney. I don't know why, but I was obsessed with the and the the thought of connecting the dots, telling a compelling story, and influencing and helping others. Um, you know, my mom, I was always a good storyteller, so she was, like, definitely an attorney. But it didn't necessarily work out that way. Right.
0: And, Kuba, uh, how about yourself? What did, did you know what you wanted to be when you were a little girl and where you thought you'd end I, up? I
2: wanted to be a couple of things. Um, I started out as wanting to be the first uh, black female president of the United States. <laughs> and okay. somewhere somewhere along the line, I changed my mind, and I wanted to become a marine biologist. Okay, I think that a lot of little girls love that idea.
0: There, um, I think my two daughters have both put that on their list occasionally that they wanted to be that as well. Um, yeah. All right, terrific. Um, so, like, let's let's kind of stick with that kind of whole concept of like, you know, coming into where you are now. But did you have any role models in your youth, and I'm wondering if you have any role models today as well?
2: So for me. Um, I was blessed to have um really good teachers in every grade growing up and so, you know, I would rotate or add on to the list every uh teacher that I had and each one would expose me to um different uh schools of thoughts and just different things in the world. And then I also had um an older cousin who uh was in orchestra, she played the string bass. I really looked up to her and so um I too uh played the string bass and uh out throughout middle elementary as well, and then um, just in terms of out in the world, celebrity-wise, Oprah was always a role model for me as well.
1: I would say for me, um, I was really blessed to be surrounded by strong women um, inside uh, inside of my family unit, and so, of course, when I was a little girl, I had so many cousins. I still do, of course, (laughs) Um, and I looked up to them tremendously, you know, in the 90s with the asymmetrical bobs, you know, the different colors, the blondes, everything that they did I wanted to do from playing sports to different classes that we're taking to even college. I ended up going to Florida A&M because my um, older cousin went to Florida A&M. And as I've gotten older, I still look within my family, but my mom is – one of my strongest role models to date Um, she has definitely within her own space she is a registered nurse uh, retired now but she led others she led her department Um, she was the first in our family to actually go to college get a degree and actually become a supervisor then a head um, over the hospital in nursing and so for me To see her do that and tackle all all of that, in addition to being a wonderful mom and raising me and my brother, now I appreciate it more than ever. So if I ever have a question about leadership or what to do in my career or in my personal life, she's my go-to because she holds all my secrets, and she's also (laughs) a good advice giver. Oh, that's wonderful. I love
0: to hear it. Um, so, you know, let's let's shift a little bit now towards where you are today within the company. And I'd love to, if you could talk to me about African Pride as a brand, and I'd love to know what you love about the company. And why don't we start with you, Akuba? Tell us what you really love about the company where you are right now.
2: Uh, So what I I love about the company is, um, first, my ability to come and be myself, be myself in the office every day. That's that's valued um, in in the company. And I can't always say that that's been an experience of mine throughout my career. Um, And so my ability and my freedom to do that allows me to be more creative, to uh, think more deeply, to give more of myself um, because I know that that's valued. Um, within the company, so that's um, that's uh, that's number one about why I I love the company. But then, when you have a company that supports you being yourself, then you're working with others who are themselves as well. And so, we're always bringing our our authentic selves. And um, because we represent or we're a real reflection of um, some of our consumers, um, our our thoughts and opinions are valued that much more as well.
0: That's great here. i It's multifaceted really um, in terms of how people feel about the companies they work for and the companies themselves in terms of how they reach out to their customers and really kind of get to the heart of who their customers are. Um, You know, let's step into um, your roles at the company. You're both kind of involved in, like, the new product development area. And, um, Akuba, maybe we can start with you. I'd love to know, like, what really excites you about the role that you play in the company, and I'd also love to get some insight into maybe also what frustrates you a little bit about that role and um, if you have any kind of issues in terms of what's the frustrating side of it. Like, how do you overcome those hurdles so that they don't really impact the progress that you're
2: trying to make um, in terms of NPD sure so what i've uh, come to know about myself is that i'm a i'm a maker i'm a i'm a diyer i'm a crafter and uh my role as a product development manager is is that in in of itself at a larger scale so i am uh i'm doing what i love to do <laughs> and i'm getting paid to do it Right, and so, um what really excites me about um my role is that you know I'm involved from beginning to end in creating and then seeing those creations come to life, going to a store and seeing them on show and knowing the story behind them and um and 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 being in line behind someone, watching them ring your product up, <laughs> buy your product
1: and um.
2: Connecting with consumers about what they like and what they don't like. So just being fully involved from beginning to end and seeing, just being able to see that come to life and and as Kendra said, delight uh, delight our customers. That's what I really love. Um, what what has come to frustrate me though is that um, you know we are uh, we have great relationships. We're Riley uh, distributed uh, with huge retailers, and sometimes some of your great ideas are not always uh, (laughs) uh, picked up (laughs) to be sold in stores. And so some of your great ideas get shelved, right? And you just have to um, roll with the punches when it comes to that. Uh, But in my role as product development manager, I touch all the brands within the company. And so um, a part of innovation isn't always creating something new. Sometimes it's um, reaching back and looking back, and so uh, just because one retailer didn't take on your product um, doesn't mean that you can't repurpose that down the line for another brand, or just keep it in mind in terms of innovation. It may maybe you um, maybe the function changes, right? And so being able to um, constantly uh, think of creative ways to um, tap into your entire portfolio is also um, w- what I love about uh, product development and the way that I've overcome that frustration of everything not making the shelf. Uh, yes. Great points.
0: Great points. Kendra, how about you? Are, what, what really gets you going and what kind of, like, you know, stymies you or frustrates you about your role, too?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, Akuba and I both are, Free (laughs) thinkers when it comes to the beginning of the product development or the innovation cycle. um, I love the period, you know, when we are just vibing in the office about new ideas, you know, solving a problem. And so I would say that I'm naturally a problem solver and also a competitor at heart. So I'm always like, okay, you know, I had this problem or, you know, someone I know had this issue and what's going on in the industry and doing that first initial research and just allowing your mind to explore and wonder of all the possibilities that could come up to solve this problem. And then also being able to then take that and take that idea and turn it into a concept and move it into a product is a beautiful experience because you're at the, you know, wheel of creating something that will ultimately satisfy and delight your consumers, um, and you're at the beginning stage of it. And it's not often, and I don't take for granted, that you're able or I'm in a space that I can come up with the idea, um, work with, you know, lovely people like Akuba and refine that and then bring it to market. It's just a wonderful place to be. Um, I think the thing that really frustrates me is, you know, Um, A good idea is a bad idea, but if it's late and often if you have a good idea, someone else has that same idea. So, you know, you're working on your product, you're getting ready to launch it, and then you realize, like, okay, someone else has either – maybe have um, beat you to the punch, or lunching something just like, and you're like, were you in my meeting rooms? Like, were you in my head when we were coming up with these different things? I think that can at times be frustrating because, you know, the competitor in me is like, okay, we have to get it to the market. But the way that we overcome that is the details. You know, you can have the same idea, you can have the same product, but what makes your product unique is the formulations, the quality, the detail, the story behind why it's needed. And so we really try to overcome those, those um, competitive issues by making sure that we're really solving a problem for the consumer, right? It's not about just putting a new product on the shelf, but it's really about making sure that at the end of the day, someone feels that they're enriched by the product that we're, bring, we're bringing to them, and that is of good quality.
0: A terrific. Yep, that, I mean, if you're not solving customers' needs, they're not going to come back again, and I think you totally understand that, the importance of that in, um, you know, in product development. So yes. you know, let's, I wonder if you both can maybe share um, an experience that you've had, either positive or negative, that motivated you and ultimately helped you further your career. And I guess, Kendra, we can start with you.
1: Honestly, the most positive thing that I did for my career was going back to school. I know it sounds so traditional, uh, but I went back to school and got my m b a um when I was roughly uh twenty. I worked two years. I was in sales, and I really wanted to move over to the marketing side of things, but I didn't necessarily know how to do that organically, and I also didn't want to work, you know, my way into marketing with years of, you know, sales transition. And so I took the time to actually research, you know, how do I get into brand management, and one of the major things was, you know, you need to get your MBA for me, you know, for the – the path that I was choosing. So going back to get my MBA allowed me to transition easily from sales into marketing, and it really changed the trajectory of my career. Um, And it reminded me to this day, and I always say, that opportunity favors those who are prepared. Oftentimes, you know, from that, I was able to get my entry job into beauty because I was actually on LinkedIn, and I checked all the boxes, you know, two months after I finished my MBA. I had, you know, a sales career. I had my MBA, and a recruiter called me and was like, hey, we have this lovely position into beauty. Now, I didn't think I was going to go into beauty, beauty, but because I was prepared, the door opened for me. So I always remember that, making sure that I'm prepared so when the opportunity comes, it finds me.
0: Terrific, Akuba. How about you? Do you have a story
2: that you can
1: share? I do. So I started my
2: career in product development on the IT side of things. I never knew that beauty was um, in in my future. And uh, there was a role that I wanted to move into within the company, and I didn't. I didn't get that role, and um, I thought it was a better fit for me. And I would later find out that it was actually, there were actually two roles that were very similar. Um, and so I was, uh, vying for both. And I found out that, uh, roughly 400 people were within the company had applied for these same roles. And so, um, it, it was then that I realized that, um, no one is going to, you know, advocate for your career as, um, as, as good as you can for yourself. And so, when I didn't get that role, I actually decided to take a leap of faith and leave the company. And um what I ended up doing next was something that I um had no clue would, would be next and it was actually uh working for a hair care company on their on the marketing side of things. I was um, in the previous role I, I wanted a bit more creativity or a bit more room to be creative. And that's, you know, I spoke earlier about being a maker. And so I was coming to know that about myself and didn't see the opportunity to do that there. And so um, transitioned into this role, into an industry I had no clue that (laughs) would be in my future and uh, fell in love with, with hair care. And um, fell in love with with so many aspects of it, and decided that that was where I wanted to dig in and where I wanted to grow into my career. And I would have never found that had I not betted on myself and um, and and really dug into the idea of being my being my advocate for myself. Of course, I had career counselors and things of that nature and mentors, but ultimately. Um, It was up to me, and I didn't have to wait on the company to decide that I was ready for what what was next, Um, excuse me, to decide that I was ready. Um, I decided for myself to decide when I was ready and how to prepare myself for, you know, for what I wanted in my career.
0: That's great. Betting on yourself, that's uh, some sound advice, which kind of leads me into my last question. In closing, I'd love to know, um, you know, if you have any additional advice uh, for women who want to be in the beauty space, you know, on the product development side, or maybe who just want to get into this business because it is so interesting and yet so competitive. And maybe, um, Kendra, we can start with you.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, Find what's best suits you. There's so many um, jobs and opportunities within the product development side, within beauty. Um, you know, make sure you do your research um, and understand the entire process and understand the details. And instead of trying to make yourself fit into an area that, you believe you know you have to have the things you have to have or what you have to be in that space. Find uh, what you really like to do within the space. And I'm pretty sure it already exists. When you look at product development, when you look at beauty, there's so many different types of jobs. We have you know quality controls, people that check the product prior before prior to you know going on the shelf. We have people that do you know packaging designs, packaging engineers, uh, formulators. It's so many different parts of product development. So make sure that you don't squeeze into something um, that you don't want to be in, but find what best suits you. Find uh, research on how to get into that space, and then um, craft craft yourself, making sure that you have an understanding of, uh, you know, what you really want out of a job. Like Akuba said, you know, Um, make sure that you're amplifying yourself, you're bringing your whole self to work um, in the space that will allow for creativity. And so I would say my overall uh, suggestion would be, you know, don't change yourself, be your full self, but understand what the process is and integrate yourself into the best job that suits you within that.
0: That's great advice. Uh, Cuba, how about you? Can you share a little bit more, some more advice?
2: Uh, I would I would have to ditto much of what Kendria said. Uh what I've come to learn about the beauty industry and the beauty of the beauty industry is that uh-huh. there are so many ways to um any 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 profession that you can imagine, you can do that within this industry. And then as it specifically relates to product development, diversity in thought is so valuable here when it comes to development and when it comes to innovation. And so you don't have to fit into a mold, right? And so like what Kendra was saying, you can you go into the science side of things. You can be a cosmetic chemist or a formulator. Um, you can uh, go into the marketing side of product development, uh, the finance side, the packaging side, the quality side. So in production, there are so many uh, ways to get into product development um, that you don't have to force yourself into a mold. Find out what you like to do, and I guarantee you that there's a space and a role within the product development process that where you're needed, and and go after that. Uh, this is perfect advice,
0: and um, it sounds like that's also advice that you two have obviously been following on your own because you've really carved out um, great careers so far in the beauty industry. And we're really excited about watching um, what comes from you next. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your stories. I'm happy. Thank
1: you thank so, so much for having us. All right, thank you.